Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Media Buffet podcast. I'm your co-host, Matthew Fletcher. And I'm your second co-host, Kendall Bonds. And today we're going to be talking about five games each that we love that you guys may hate with a passion but who knows maybe you're on our side but before we jump into that be sure as always to follow us all across social media at media buffet pod we're on instagram tiktok twitter and youtube all at the same username at media buffet pod and you can email us at media buffet pod at gmail.com and that's it so i'm gonna pass it over to kendall and let him introduce today's topic all right, so like you said, uh, today's topic, we're going to play devil's advocate here. Um, so, you know, there's good games, there's bad games. Uh, but these are today we're going to tackle games that we love that, again, you may hate, that the general consensus agreed upon that is uh, either terrible, unplayable, or just the black sheep out of that series. So, uh, again, I- I'm the stickler for rules here, so I'm just going to read the over- overview, get into the rules, get, in all, uh, get into all that before we start. So. Again, we all have our favorite video games. Some of them are part of a multi-million dollar franchise, but, you know, once in a while, a game is released in that franchise that is received poorly. These titles dare to do something different, and as a result, they paid the price. Some games that would fit this description would be Final Fantasy XIII, hated for its linearity uh, and its new approach to combat. Another title would be Sonic CD, which was originally designed to be a sequel to Sonic 2, but it was developed by another branch in Sega, uh, and it was cursed with labyrinthian level design a new peel-out mechanic which left players vulnerable to attack, and the dreaded addition of the Time Stones. But each game has its flaws, and each game also has its dedicated fan base. This episode is dedicated to those games, games that the general public hates that we love. As for the rules, uh, you know, this time wasn't any, like, hard, complex rules or anything. The only conditions that needed to be met were, that one, these games had to be actual games, so that means no plug-and-play systems. No flashback Atari, no classic versions of these consoles, and certainly no mobile games. So, you know, that's the main thing. Two, these games had to be, uh, we had to have played them, uh, not necessarily beat them, but we've had to have played them at least got like, you know, halfway into the game or something like that. So, three, each person will come up with five entries and three honorable mentions. And four, the only real criteria is that these games must be hated or disliked upon release or still hate it today. So that's games like uh, Let's Go Eevee, or excuse me, let me say the full title, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Sonic Riders, Free Riders, and Shadow the Hedgehog, you know, these types of games. So those were the only rules and conditions. Uh, I think that's pretty simple, crystal clear. Uh, mm-hmm. That makes sense to you? Perfect sense. And um, okay. yeah, some of my games are like, you know, it's the community is very split on them. It's like you you hate it or you absolutely love it, you know? All right. Uh, so I'll go first here. Uh, and again, these are in no particular order. Uh, it's just like the first things that came to mind. So my first game is Saints Row 4. Now, this was, <laughs> I want to say, released for the 360 PS3 uh, console generation. I think because I, I wasn't the biggest Saints Row fan. I just played GTA or uh, True Crime, whatever. Uh, so basically, the series was like this gang gang war type deal you know you start off this gangster you know there was some over-the-top stuff it was like shootouts and stuff like that it was, but it was like rooted in reality but saints row 4 saw you know at the beginning you become president from the last game saints row 3 uh so your president these aliens invade they start basically brainiac uh from dc digitizing the world and stuff like that destroying the planet and just saving certain stuff 
and you just put inside the simulation. And then the hacker is so smart that she uh <laughs> she hacks a bit of the simulation. And you're able to get superpowers and stuff like that. So the game is me- uh, mostly hated for the superpower mechanic because it's like, oh, well, what happened to the gunplay? Which there's still gunplay and like weapons and stuff in there, but like the superpowers like the main gimmick this time around. Uh, and you know, most people just wanted the gunplay and the, you know the you know rooted in reality storylines, which I mean. We don't know. Aliens could exist. They could be like tyrannical rulers and stuff like that. But I get what they're saying, because like even the first mission was like this Metal Gear Solid stealth type mission and stuff like that. And I hated that first part. One, I hate stealth. Two, it was just like it was like it started off like a Call of Duty generic uh, ripoff type deal. And then again, it escalated into this alien invasion shit, uh, which. Uh, again, it killed off a lot of the main cast, and people hated that because they, you know, one, two, three, and then I think there was spinoffs or whatever. But maybe the spinoffs came later. But anyway, they're killing off a lot of the main cast that these people grew up with, and then you know they they made a bond with or whatever. Uh, and some of them come back through like simulations and stuff like that, or some of them you rescue later on within the simulation. Uh, but some of them actually did like die. They're not coming back like physically, if that makes sense. Um, so again, this also led to the reboot that we got now, the, the new Saints Row that everyone hates. I could have easily put that game up here because I know everybody hated that, but like there's some people out there that do love it. I'm not one of them. Um and two, I didn't play it. I'm not gonna play it. It looks terrible. The jokes are <laughs> god awful. But so yeah, Saints Row 4. It was hated for the superpower mechanic, killing off main characters and the main cat well, not main character, but the main cast, people of the main cast that people have grew up with and stuff like that. And it just tried to do uh, or go for a different route. Now, again, as far as I know, because I've only played Saints Row 3 and 4 to, to base this off of. But as far as I know, the humor and comedy was still there. So it's not like the levels were like brand new, like the new Saints Row. Uh, the cars were OK. Again, GTA handled cars way better, in my opinion. The missions were still wacky and zany and stuff like that. But people just couldn't get over the superpower mechanic. And uh, a lot of my friends, uh, at least the people I play online and games with and stuff like that, they were like, oh, I hate Saints Row. For how how do you like it? I, I can't understand anything. It's like, bro, look, I play GTA for the gunplay because, I, I, in my opinion, this gangster role playing simulator, GTA just does it best. There's no real competition, and you can see that because they've been able to get away with releasing GTA Five for three console generations. I don't know anybody else that's doing that. Hate it or love it, it's true. So when I play Saints Row, you know, the wackier the better. Uh, superpowers is cool because like you get like this super jump. You get to super punch. You're beating down aliens. And it's not like a, a beat em up in the sense where you're just button mashing the whole time. There's intricate combos you can do. You can launch them, put them on fire, all this crazy shit. Like, it's it's really good combat. So, I mean, I, I didn't mind the superpower gimmick. And, again, that's probably because I didn't grow up playing Saints Row. So, that's my first game on the list. Well, to me, the a superpower part is the most fun aspect of Saints Row for, like, um, the funnest thing is just running around destroying the city with your superpowers. That's I mean. what I'm saying. Like you can speed run and like get like uh, I have this ability. You, you uh, might not have unlocked it yet. I don't know, but you can pickpocket. So what I like doing is fucking run into a huge crowd of people at super speed, and I get like five thousand dollars from it. Like <laughs> that's crazy. I like that. It's like uh, Assassin's Creed when you're pickpocketing, but it's like on crack because you got like like I don't know why. I mean, I get again. I know why people don't like it, but like. If you just set the game aside and like uh, look at it as its own thing, because again, I feel like basically Saints Row had like again. Now I'm speaking from an outsider's perspective. I feel like because uh, in Saints Row Three, I think the end of it, you become president. They wrote themselves into into a hole. What's bigger than a president? 
at this point. You know what I'm saying? World domination. Like, That's <laughs> well, they basically had it. Now, again, I didn't finish uh, Saints Row 3 yet, but I know you do become president at the end because you're president at the beginning of Saints Row 4. But like, as far as I know, they got world peace or something like that. So there's no domination. Everybody was just like equal and stuff, uh, stuff like that. Now, again, I could be wrong, but like mm-hmm. the way they framed it in 4, it was like, oh, you got world peace and all this shit until the aliens arrived. So like they wrote themselves into a hole. There was nothing else to conquer pretty much. So they went out to space. And that's, again, that's what I'm saying. They kind of wrote themselves into a hole in four because at the end of it, you take over the alien spaceship. Now, Earth is destroyed. Like, that's not coming back. But um, you basically capture the alien spaceship. You kill those tyrannical aliens and whatnot. So, I mean, they so. framed it like they were going to just go out and conquer other planets or do whatever. But, like, again, it got rebooted. So, again, I think they just wrote themselves into a hole because uh, you, you yeah. can't top anything like that. So, yeah, I would agree. I, with I that. see where it came from. I've yeah. never played Saints Row because, like, I've always heard it compared to GTA. Like, everybody's yeah. like, you know, it's the ugly stepsister of GTA, that kind of thing. But um, I got it. Did you get it? No, I bought it because it was, like, on sale, right? I think it was only, like, yeah. six it was bucks like, when we bought it or something. Six, I bought it when it was 20. 20? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, it's hilarious. Like, it's wacky, but, like, I think that's its strong points because, like, the wackier the better. Like, you could literally just run full speed behind somebody and body roll over them. And then like, just let them yeah, like if I was having trouble, like not because there's not really, well, I mean, there's kind of boss fights and there's kind of knots, but like if I was getting jumped by a huge mob and like, I just like my health was going down fast. I just run into a circle or just keep ramming into them and like going mm-hmm. zigzagging and shit like that until they died. <laughs> so it's like the combat you can get, like if, if you can think it, you can pretty much do it so long as your <laughs> yeah. game doesn't like, cause again, we were yeah. playing a switch version. So it is a little glitchy, laggy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it, it, as long as you can think it and you can pull off the butt maneuvers and stuff like that in time, like you can pretty much do anything you want. Like you can jump, fly, dive down and like smash. Like it's crazy. Like I loved it again. Like, yeah, it's kind of like Saints Row three. Cause I played four and then I played three. I'm not feeling three. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. So, yeah, most people, you know, they, they liked three more than they liked four. But again, that's just because they had the the experience of growing up playing Saints Row, whereas we didn't. So, I mean, I feel, again, that's why it's on this list. So I feel like more people hate this entry uh, and it's otherwise. And again, I'm going to put quotes because I, I didn't I, I like GTA better, but great franchise here. Um, so, great, yeah. yeah, that's my take. Well, I personally like Saints Row 4, but hey. um, All right, so I'm going to jump into mine. My first one, I'm going to start off hot and strong. Now, this is a game that people hate and love, but, um, you know, the more adult community hates it. What? Adult. That can be two things. So no 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 no. No, (laughs) like it's not like a sex game. We're not like freaks over here. (laughs) I'm about to say. No, no. So so most people think this game is just for kids, and I was in that camp. So Fortnite, obviously, gotta go with Fortnite. Because you know, it's it's probably the most popular game in the world, so it might sound crazy for me to say it's hated. But it really is among like a lot of serious, serious quote unquote gamers. Cause like um I was in that camp. I'm not a serious gamer, but I I refused to play it and I hated it actually. Cause I, I was like, this game is just for like 12 year olds and like toddlers. Cause like that's all I would ever hear. You get what I'm saying? Toddlers. Like, <laughs> it was kind of advertised for those kids, but then you seen 
you know, it got real popular, obviously, yeah. with Twitch streamers and um, stuff like that. But a lot of people don't like it because, you know, they think it's gimmicky or just for kids. And they think, you know, that it can't survive on its own uh, because, you know, they use all these new seasons and get new skins in. And But it's genius. You know, the programmers did a really good job. You take the skins away and like the, you know, um, it's still a fun game. And it's like. I think it's honestly might be the funnest game to play with friends because like even somebody that's not like real versed in gaming like me per se or like skilled at certain games like anybody could pick this game up and uh learn it in like you know 10 minutes like Kendall put me onto it and I was like I don't want to play I don't want to play I don't want to play but uh he needed one more person for trios and uh it was so funny I gave this man a headache. That's why I'm laughing. Because, like, bro, he said, say, oh, I have to get off. Because I'd be yelling and screaming. Like, I do it to Jordan. Too. Oh, that shit probably name drop. But uh, my oh. friend Jordan, uh, I play with him, too. And he, he's prone to getting migraines and stuff like too. I'd be yelling at the game, bro. Like, my uh, my brother, my mom comes in here yelling at me for, like, because I'm yelling at the game at, like, late hours. So I know I give y'all to a headache playing this shit. Or really but, any game. But he be, he be yelling at you, too, for no reason. Oh yeah, most definitely. So it's on both sides, but it's it's just like <laughs> I get it's not jump scared per se because it's like there's nothing scary on the screen. It's just mm-hmm. I get surprised easily when I play because like you'll be just cruising along, like walking or running or something like that, and then somehow come up out the cut out of a bush or something like that, and just start blasting on you, pause. Uh, <laughs> so just spraying <laughs> you everywhere. Yeah, so it's like I, I just scream because like of sheer just like surprise and shock. Uh, it's like it's again, it's not a jump scare, but like that's the only way I can explain it. <laughs> so I like I give people migraines. They <laughs> they play like two or three games. I gotta get off. I got a headache, man. <laughs> well, it's a little different, but um, it's fun because Kendall gets outraged, but um, especially if we lose like three in a row or some shit. He's, oh yeah that's the best for me he's like i it's not usually like this i win <laughs> but anyways it's for me <laughs> i'm the best player in the world look i'm not a try hard either it's just i feel like if i'm yeah gonna waste okay time logging on i don't want to see you lose on my screen all night that's I, again, I don't want to be the best. I'm not Ash Ketchum over here, but I, I don't want to lose every fucking match. <laughs> yeah, but we'll lose like three in a row, and he'll be like, let's switch games. Let's play something Yeah, because <laughs> it's bad for my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Just get some chug health, bro. Just chug it all over you. The sploosh, you know? Anyways, <laughs> the, the, the positives for this game for me is like, like I said, it's easy to learn. Anybody can pick it up. You know, I learned it after just a few games and I became pretty good at it. You know, uh, at least I would think, Kendall. <laughs> you alright, you alright. Whatever. You know, and like I said, it's it's so accessible and it's a free game. Like you could play with anybody cross platform. And the developers did such a good job. They're always adding in new abilities new seasons new like changing the map up so it really keeps it interesting and for a free game you know it's it's like i was like oh it's free so it must suck that was just my mindset but it's like you know yeah and um yeah that's basically that's why i love fortnite 
Yeah, and I just want to add, there's like, if you don't want to play like the, you know, the running gun modes, well, obviously it is a FPS, or I guess not a first-person shooter, but like it is a shooting game. But there's other game modes, like uh, there's like fucking video games inside Fortnite. Like they they had a GTA map where you rob a bank and stuff like that. They had well before it got taken off, but uh, there was Call of Duty uh like gunfight maps in there. But I'm pretty sure they got taken off. Uh, there's like stunt races and stuff like that in the game. There's like all kinds of crazy stuff. So even if you don't like the shooting aspect or just killing and stuff like that, if you find yeah. certain codes online, like. It's like Roblox where there's games inside the game, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, like like he said, there's different modes to play. So, like, we personally don't like the building aspect, which no. I know that's very popular, and that's how the game started. And it's a cool, you know, very unique uh, aspect to a video game that I've not really seen before. But we're just more into the shooters and, like, survival yeah. type thing and stealth and whatever. So there, it's something for everybody, and... You know, I really think it stands on its own even without all the, you know, like right now is they're doing Star Wars again yeah. and Anakin and stuff. I'm about to buy it and force choke Padme again every time I see her. But <laughs> Okay, uh, just one thing, that ability is not in the game. It's just a force push <laughs> and a force pull. Uh, but I don't, yeah. I don't know what you saw. I saw something different fine god (laughs) (laughs) okay well that's my first one is fortnite oh my god okay well you know great start to a list you're with him (laughs) (laughs) uh again so you know i i understand the sentiment because again i was in that early ship too like fortnite like i downloaded when it was in the beta and stuff like that just to see what it was about Mm -hmm. mixed reviews when i uh, first started and again that was mostly due just because i was on college wi-fi so I mean, my experience wasn't that great, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably lagging and everything. Well, it was also the beta too, but it was just yeah, it was everybody was playing Fortnite like at one point. Uh, it's uh, beta lifespan. Everybody in my fucking uh dorm room was playing, or not dorm room, uh, my dorm uh hall, hall? Whatever. yeah, yeah, hall. whatever. Uh, was playing Fortnite and Red Dead Redemption two when that came out because it came out <laughs> yeah. around the same time. Yeah. It was crazy because <laughs> everybody's like, sometimes you'd be fighting somebody down the hall in a, in a match. But um, yeah. yeah, I hated it initially just because of the build mode and stuff like that. But when they introduced no build mode, like I said in a couple oh, episodes yeah. back, yeah. reinvigorated, my dude. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. Super Saiyan Goku stuff when that released, like, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and you know. I got to give it props, too, because I think it's developed really well. And it's like, I never have any glitches on the game. I know some people do, but I've not really run into any glitches or lagging. And that's usually just internet if it's lagging. But, you know, like I've not fallen through walls or cliffs or anything like, you know, on some major games, you run into that problem. I will say uh, before I upgraded to the five, I did have some glitches. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed like, you know, when you load in before you start a match uh, and this right. kind of just turned into a game review. But <laughs> uh, before you load it <laughs> into a match, you usually get like a wait time, 30 seconds, a minute or something like that. Uh, before I switch, like uh, the, like the last months before I got my PlayStation 5, uh, like I just start in the match on the bus. There was no like wait time. But, uh, and I think there was another glitch where I did fall through and my mm-hmm. bullets weren't hitting something like that. But I don't know. That was like when I've upgraded, like since I've upgraded, I haven't seen any of those issues. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So enough said on Fortnite. Uh, my next game. <laughs> no more Fortnite. 
<laughs> no more Fortnite. But no, uh, God dang, that's gonna be in uh, the, the actual <laughs> audio. Okay, anyway, uh, next game, Tekken Four. <laughs> oh, a Tekken list from Kindle. Oh my God, like if you know me in person, like wow, I sing the praises of Tekken. Like you will not hear me not say anything about Tekken. I, I don't think I can go a day without mentioning or just thinking about Tekken. <gasps> uh, Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> okay now that's that's something different uh but uh, yeah waiting on tekken 8 i needed mm-hmm. um uh, but tekken 4 so with this game uh it obviously came after tekken 3 a shocker uh <laughs> uh so it used Whoa. uh <laughs> yeah use a new what you, uh, user that? interface new oh actually tekken tag tournament because it uh, used tekken uh tekken 3's uh character models maps gameplay but Tekken Tag Tournament 2 added old characters that were dead, uh, brought them back, and it was a tag mechanic, and then they brought Tekken Bowling. But yeah. Just had to like, kill my joke. Me. Okay. Yeah, you got me. Hist- <laughs> I'm a Tekken historian, bro. You can't you can't say buzzwords. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Tekken 4. Hated. Uh, the UI, or at least in retrospect, because, uh, I mean, again, all the Tekken games are good. Uh, I don't like one, but, you know, all games start somewhere, so I give it a break. But uh as far as like all the Tekken games, Tekken Four tried to be uh be original and do something new, but like a lot of it fell flat on its ass. And then Tekken Five uh perfected some of the stuff it uh was trying to do. So I'll get into that again. New UI from Tekken Three's uh graphics. So like um with new hardware and stuff like that, the PlayStation Two uh we saw you know better graphics and stuff like that. So the graphics were fine. It's just the user interface and like as far as like the menu screens and stuff like that. Um. It changed move sets mainly. I'm thinking of uh Jin Kazama, he had uh the Mishima style of uh, fighting style. Uh, he switched to like some just traditional based karate, so people hated that at first, but now people love his move set. So, mm-hmm. again, that's why Tekken 4 is hated and not the rest of them. But they changed his move set, and people he was a Kazuya clone. Uh, so when K- they brought Kazuya back, obviously, because he was dead from Tekken 2, but then they resurrected him. But uh, that's why Jin was a, a Kazuya clone in three. So in four, when I brought Kazuya back, I guess they had to make Jin's move set different, so he wasn't a direct clone. Uh, but people hated that at first. But there was like this one combo he did. It's like uh, you held a move or something like that, and you could take out somebody's entire health bar with one fucking hit. Oh, uh, that's I, so that's OP though. But that's it, here's the thing: if you get hit with somebody charge, like his fist is like out like this. If you get hit by somebody <laughs> charge and you had it coming, like why are you just gonna sit there and let him charge? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the removal of Eddie Gordo, uh, which was he was in a, a new character introduced in Tekken Three, um, and they replaced him with Christy Montero. I, is it Montero or Mon- I think it's Montero. But uh, they you both used the Brazilian fighting style of uh, Capoeira, which is like a, a, a mixture of like this dancing and stuff like that. So it's very fluid. What? <laughs> I saw your hand move, but anyway. Uh, so it's like Capoeira, uh, and they removed him. But like uh, Eddie's thing was, he could hold the handstand indefinitely. Christy, being like a new uh, Capoeira style user, she could not hold the handstand, so that messed up people's combos and stuff like that. Uh, and then the small health bars again, or at least they felt smaller to me. Uh, Tekken Five and Tekken Three's health bars, like now again uh, with Yoshimitsu, you could do three kicks and kill somebody with like again three hits. So the health bars were small. But the damage was also kind of like it fit, if that makes sense. Tekken 4, like, bro, again, you had Jin who could do like a one hit combo. I guess it's not really a combo, but it's like a combo. You go into this thing and it like can kill you in one hit. Um, the health bars just seem so small in this game. 
And again, it's not necessarily hated. It's just that along the lines, like later games perfected what it was trying to do. So it's like the, the black sheep of uh, the franchise. Uh, and again, it was very different. Tekken 5, uh, the rage system was a part of that. Uh, that these small power-up things like where you charge and uh, you boost. Uh, I don't think there was character customization. Uh, and then you could kind of say this is where the story mode actually started. Because in Tekken 1, 2, and 3, there was like little cinematic cutscenes at the start. Th- no. Okay, yeah. So in 1 and 2, there was cutscenes at the end. Uh, there was cutscenes in Tekken 3's arcade mode that would show you like um, uh, during the demo characters' motivations and stuff like that. So it was like a cut. It wasn't a cutscene, but it was like a, uh, a trailer within a game or something like that. And then, uh, so Tekken 4, you'd had like this prologue, and so you'd have the narrator read out, and he sounded so bland and boring. Uh, but he'd have uh, read out the character's motivations, you beat the game, and then there was a rival battle, and then you get a cutscene, and then at the end, you get a cutscene. But Tekken 5 just perfected it. So people don't hate this game per se, but it's the black sheep. So that's why it's in my list. And I know that was a long explanation, but again, <laughs> Tekken and Sonic, bread and butter. I'm a historian. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here looking like a blank thumb. Yeah. That's not a saying. I just said that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> I mean, it, I look like a thumb just staying here. But, <laughs> like, I don't know anything about Tekken as much as Kendall tells me. Oh, I just, you know. I don't you absorb know. it. I don't absorb it. Um, I just, <laughs> But is se- 7 overall is your favorite game like ever? No. No. Not 7? Tekken it's tag three. Team. Three? Three. I well, thought you told me look, seven. Let me say this. I love Tekken three probably a little bit over Tekken Tag Tournament two, but if I had to play one like forever, obviously it would be Tekken Tag two because one, the tag mechanic, and two, the graphics is just more up to date. But three is my favorite because that's where I started. And Jen, yeah. and I was one of those people that hated when they changed Jen's moveset. So like, yeah, <laughs> give me back my Kazia clone. Uh but um yeah, so Tekken three is my favorite. But if I had to play one, like only one forever, because I can't say on Tekken eight yet. But if I had to only play one, it'd be Tekken Tag two. If anybody gets a chance, you need to watch Kendall play this in person. It is hilarious. This is so serious. You see the smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say one thing too. Uh, senior year, I brought my Xbox to uh, the school on the last day of class, like we were done. And it was, again, it was senior year. Yeah. So we were graduating yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, and everybody's ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what a, For like what? what? All day? All day though? Yeah. All day. People were sitting in everybody's there. ass. They were lining up to play. <laughs> I think I lost like maybe once or twice. Cause I, at like a certain point, people didn't want to play me. So I'll just start picking random characters that like, I, I, and here's the thing. <laughs> I know everybody's movesets on the game. Like, if you're picking Mokujin, I can tell who you are in the first two seconds just by how he's standing. Uh, and for those that don't know, Mokujin is like this uh, fighting training dummy. He's like a, a man of wood, Mokujin. That's what it means in Japanese. Um, so he, he basically has everybody's fighting style. He's a clone within the game. And uh, everybody has a specific fighting style and like idle animation. So based on how he was standing in the first two seconds, I could tell who it was and how to counter it. So I just started picking random people. And uh, when you get to the bears, they have such low reach. And I'm not good with the, the two bears on the game, Kuma and Panda. So I lost like maybe like two or three times that whole day. But again, this was a whole day of just me wrecking everybody's shit. Uh, yeah, but if if he loses, he comes up with some kind of excuse. Like, it's oh, not the controller ex- or... <laughs> I never blame the controller unless it's one of mine. I'm going to cut the game off. I'm going to cut the game off. Bullshit! No, no. What I I start showboating is what happens, especially with like <laughs> yeah, new yeah, players. Yeah. And then uh, like, oh, like, 
Yeah, I, I start doing the, the little taunts and stuff like that. But then it's like if I'm uh, fighting my cousin because like he he had anger issues when we were like growing up with the <laughs> games and stuff like that. I had to start letting him win. So I like I, I still have that like uh, you were scared. Mentality. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. That I'm scared. It's just like, you know, you got to let him win sometimes. So they keep playing because yeah. now nobody plays me uh, on holidays and stuff like that. I have to fucking burst the computer 24 <laughs> seven. But um, yeah, well, so like I get in that mindset. If I see somebody not enjoying themselves and I know they're not going to enjoy it because I'm winning the whole time, I'll, I'll let them win around and then they start getting cocky and then I got to beat them back down. Well, 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 well. I was going <laughs> to say, you know, it's only serious for Kendall when he stands up. Yeah. Like if he's in threat, he'll stand <laughs> up. So I've only made him stand up like a few times, but yeah. Yeah. But Once I mean, I stand I, up, it's over. I've beat him before, but it's probably only because he's he's so exhausted from beating me thirty times in a row. <laughs> so, <what laughs> anyway, Tekken Four, the black Tekken sheep. It's not necessarily hated, but it's it's different, and it just wasn't the best. Uh, again, I yeah. still love it for the music and stuff like that. Because again, Tekken soundtracks are like phenomenal. But yeah, if Tekken I had to pick four. Tekken Three, Tekken Tag Tournament Two would probably be my favorites. You know what? We're gonna do a Twitch stream. You know, once we get enough subscribers and stuff, we'll just have a uh, see who could be Kindle. <laughs> okay. Anyway, nice pick. Uh, he probably made all that up just so he could talk about Tekken, but <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh man! I wish I still had my copy. Oh man! Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, I sent make... it to you so you'd know. <laughs> all right so my uh next pick is the medal of honor series as a whole uh specifically for me the airborne uh game now i was never this is to me this is like he was saying you know it's like a black sheep compared to the call of duty franchise because this game obviously is like alternate to the call of duty series but they had games before call of duty you yeah. know but me, I came up playing on GameCube. I never had an Xbox and I never had a PlayStation or anything like that until I was in like um, eighth grade. I got an Xbox 360 or something. But before that, I was just, um, you know, Call of Duty wasn't an option for me. So Medal of Honor has a special place in my heart. And like, um, you know, it's a lot of people aren't crazy about the series, but it's like, um, for me, they have such good campaigns and like, it's a really good, uh, solo player game. And I didn't have like online service either. So that's another reason I love this game. Cause I was always playing video games just for the campaign and solo. I didn't have like, you know, they had multiplayer on there, but, um, I didn't have online service. I love the game and, you know, it always falls short compared to Call of Duty. But, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I feel like it paved the way, you know, for that. And it has really good in-depth stories, like I said. And the campaigns to me have always been my favorite compared to Call of Duty. And the Airborne series, I specifically mentioned just because I love that game so much. But it kind of got flack because it came out the same year the first Call of Duty came out which was 2007 or eight, I want to say. And um, hmm. this this game was just so fun. You get to like parachute in Nazi Germany, you parachute down and you just take off all the Nazis, like sniping them down and stuff. And you're going through Germany and Berlin and all this stuff like stealthily. And you could play it from so many aspects. You could go in and uh, 
you know, charge them in and stuff. But I like to play the sniper role and stuff like that. So this game was a, a good alternative for Black or for like not Black Ops. I don't know why I said Black Ops, but for Call of Duty. <laughs> um, do you have any experience with Medal of Honor? Hell yeah, on the PlayStation. Uh, my uncle had it. That was my first again because, like you said, it's part of the Call of Duty. If I remember correctly, let me look that up correct, uh, before I make a thing. But I'm pretty sure Medal of Honor is part of Call of Duty. But uh, yeah, I remember playing that on a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So it was in. So yeah, the, the team worked on it, and they later went to Call of Duty. So yes, we'll count it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I grew up playing that on a PlayStation. Uh, I don't know which one I had because again, I mean, I could read at the time, but like I just remember seeing the case. Uh, and I like again. It was a long time ago. It's a PlayStation One. Let me say that too. It wasn't a PlayStation Two. It was a PlayStation One. Um, so I remember playing it. I liked it, and then I got a hold of uh, Call of Duty Two, the bigger red one, I believe, is what it was called. And I just liked that one more. And it was kind of the same game, pretty much, because you know, again, you were you know obviously fighting World War Two and stuff like that. And I just mm-hmm. that was went back when, uh, like you said, Call of Duty and uh, these shooters had like actual campaigns and stuff like that. And like the new ones do now. But I'm saying like an extensive campaign, like you're actually yeah, putting like yeah. hours and not just like yeah. three hours tops. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just remember having a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. And with the one like I played, cause I didn't have the one you had because you're talking about what GameCube you said. Yeah, but it was on PlayStation as well. It's just I had it. They had a bunch of um, uh, they had Frontline Medal of Honor and they had Rising Sun. Rising Sun was so fun. It was uh, like the D-Day uh, game and. I never played that was the one that I mostly played campaign because you would be on like this big warship and like, you know, playing multiplayer with your friends and like sniping and you could set gun lists where everybody had the exact same gun. And that that was a lot of fun, you know, but it definitely helped pave the way for, you know, what we see now, Call of Duty and stuff like that. And I, I mean, not everybody hates it. It's more so like more people chose Call of Duty over medal of honor you know and they kind of took it like you know it's a joke <laughs> yeah but but um i you know i was in that boat i just grew up with it so the people that grew up with it really love the series and yeah i just think it, it did such a good job and in in-depth campaign which we don't see a lot today sadly in like shooters you know because shooters nowadays is meant to be multiplayer and that's really all people care about is the online gaming aspect but because I think that new battle for, uh, Battlefront Battlefield didn't even have a campaign. It was just straight multiplayer. Twenty forty seven. Yeah, and the people, or at least people like me, I play the campaign uh, for these new Call of Duties and stuff to come out. One, because like at least the new Modern Warfare, like the reboot and stuff like that, had a decent story. And I played the OG uh, Modern Warfare, so I was like, uh, let's see what's different. But I play the uh, the campaigns basically so I can get used to the guns and see which one I like. Uh, and sometimes there's like a little achievements and trophies and stuff like that. I mean, if if they're easy to get, I'll go ahead and get them. But um, mm-hmm. again, I use it to see which guns I'm gonna use, uh, how the character runs, you know, if you can jump, you know, maps and stuff like that. I, I basically just use it as a test run or a demo for multiplayer. Uh, some of them again, the stories aren't you know as in depth there, but like as of late, Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two, the reboots anyway, uh, they're trying. Uh, but a lot of the story also goes in, it stems into Warzone now, uh, which it, the, the story in that is just scattered about. Like, and I don't play Warzone like that, but uh, then there's like these co op missions you can do online. So, like, before online and multiplayer was like a huge thing, games like Medal of Honor, like the OG Call of Duty, uh, 
you played them for the story and stuff like that. And they, there's just fun experiences that you could just play for like days. And I, cause I, I said hours before, but again, it's not like, cause the, like these new Call of Duties, you can beat in like three hours tops. And that's if you're taking your time, these new, or these older Call of Duties were like fucking 30, 50 hours. If you were really trying. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I like the aspect of Medal of Honor Airborne. It wasn't like you had, you're doing the campaign, but you could kind of go off and explore and do your own thing. Like it had a lot of free roaming aspects to yeah. it. Like you couldn't go outside of a story zone. Like you could just go through all the buildings and see who's there and, you know, take yeah. out some Nazis. Like that was great. But yeah, overall, I, I love the series. Yeah. I do, I do remember that though, because now you get this uh, thing where it's, oh, you're aborting the mission, or, the, or you get killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too far out of bounds. Yeah, it's like if you don't return in like 10 seconds, you'll die. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, at least exploring and stuff like that was fun back in the day, but yeah, they don't have it now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, my third uh, or my next game, because again, these are in no order. My next game on the list is a game you might have heard, you might not have. And I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't. Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood for the Nintendo DS. And I say that's uh, the game because it was exclusively released for the Nintendo DS. Uh, so keep in mind, uh, this game had two screens. Uh, so it was a spinoff made, obviously, for the DS. And it was written mainly by like these uh, people that were writing the Archie comics at the time. And this guy, if you uh, keep up with Sonic lore and the continuity, Ken Penders. Uh He's a he's a hated guy in the Sonic community because uh, the storyline he wrote involving Knuckles and uh, the Echidna tribes. And because of that and because he wrote it uh, and, you know, copyright at the time was like uh, the copyright laws existed. But because he wrote the story, he was technically entitled to these characters and Shade the Echidna and the Nocturne clan was a part of that. So because because of him, we don't get stories of all involving Knuckles or the uh, the rest of the Echidnas or stuff like that, because this asshole refuses to give Sega back the rights to which essentially their characters. Let's be real here. He didn't come up with Sonic. He just wrote the storyline and these character traits, but not the characters, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. But anyway, people hate it because of that. Two, it was the lack of voice acting uh, for the game. There was little grunts and stuff here and there from like uh, old Sonic games and stuff like that. And uh, again, if you uh, if you keep up with anything Sonic, you know Sonic has banger uh, soundtracks. Like all of them are like fucking bangers. But this is the one like game <laughs> where it wasn't the case. It was awful. <laughs> it was, and that might be due just because it was a D Nintendo DS, and like it was yeah. basically like going back to the eight bit, sixteen bit eras for like music chips and stuff like that. But like, God, is it awful? Even the and Green Hill uh, remix in this game is fucking shit. Um, but that, and also, that must hurt you to say. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I love the game. I love the story. So like. I was playing it for the story. Uh, but yeah, uh, you start off uh, in Central City. I believe it's been a long time for me, so I I'm just trying to remember what goes on. You start off in Central City. Some shit goes down. Like The, the game takes place in chapters. And then uh, the Master Emerald, I think, goes missing or Angel Island falls or something like that. And the Nocturne Clan comes out and they uh, we go to their planet, their dimension. Uh, and we see some characters that uh, were, were missing or, or dead. Uh, so Emerald or the Gizoids from Sonic Battle come back, but they're like mass-produced robots. They're in the game. Um, uh, more kidnaps, obviously, because Knuckles is uh, the last of his tribe, but uh, in this other dimension, they exist and stuff like that, so finding them was a big shocker. But the game ends on a cliffhanger, and Eggman technically wins, 
And because of that, uh, again, the Ken Pender situation and because the company that made it, I want to say went out of business, we'll never get a sequel. So people hate it. Uh, the combat was all right. It was on the DS. So you had to touch little dots and stuff like that. And again, I should say this before I said any of that. It was an RPG. It wasn't like this. You're playing levels and stuff like racing or anything like that. It's an RPG. So it was different right off the bat. Uh, it had a story and you, it lets you pick uh, your uh like if somebody would say something to you, you got to pick your options. What you said, and you could be an asshole, you could be nice, or you could just be like, okay, 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 all throughout the game. <laughs> That's like, what you did, right? No, I actually tried to play it, like, cause, uh, dude, I was like peak Sonic fan at this time. Like, uh, I forget when it came out, but obviously DS era, I was watching Sonic X all this stuff. So I was like responding how these characters would actually respond in the game, thinking I'd get a better ending. But like, I never finished the game because again, this was an RPG. And my dumbass uh, didn't do multiple saves. So I save locked myself into this uh, this fight. It was like a a test or something. He's like, "Are you sure you're the right level?" And so he asked me twice before I did it, and I oh, save locked anyway. So, like, are you sure you want to fight me? Are you sure you're sure you want to fight me? <laughs> I don't think you're ready. And I I did it anyway, and I got save locked, and I didn't want to restart. And then I lost the the, the game cartridge. So, no, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very irresponsible. Uh. But yeah, people hate it because of the, the cliffhanger, uh, the gameplay. But again, the story I liked. So, And then again, because we had never seen insight into the the other echidnas outside of Sonic uh, Adventure 1 uh, and Chaos, his whole thing. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2, you didn't get anything. Sonic Heroes, you didn't get anything. Uh, I think up until recently, uh, up until now, Sonic Frontiers, you get a little bit more uh, light on the echidnas and Chaos and stuff like that. But uh, Again, because of Ken Penders, we couldn't get any echidna-based uh, things. So to see more echidnas and stuff like that at the time was fun. So that's why I like the game. So you, what I'm hearing is you love it because of the soundtrack. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. a threat. That's a threat. I will play you some of the music. And it's like, it sounds like torture. Yeah, I want to hear it now. What if I love it? If you love it, there's something wrong with your ears and you need to be examined. Like, don't get me wrong. There's like maybe two or three tracks that you'll like, especially if you were playing the game because you just hear it 24 seven. So there's going to be like a few tracks you'll like. Yeah, you'll get you'll get used to it. Yeah, most of it was trash. And it's like there's one. uh, Like I said, there's grunts and stuff in the game, but there's no voice acting. So like, (laughs) yeah, when you you hit an enemy, sometimes they'll make this vomiting noise. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Like, It was so off putting when you hit somebody. And then there's this, yeah, that's exactly how it sounded. And then there's this one noise, I guess, when you're stringing along your combos, because it's like, again, you're playing on the DS. There was yeah. like dots you'd press and shit like that on the screen. <laughs> it sounded like somebody was slurping something out of a straw when you were like tagging them together. It was just weird. <laughs> like the sound design was weird. And yeah, the sound, desi- the sound design in that game was just weird. So they, they basically went like, they probably look up royalty free sound effects they could use and they just throw them. why would you use a slurping sound for i think what it was is sega didn't make the soundtrack they just licensed it for the characters i think is what happened but so they, they didn't have much do it. okay i don't want to say this but it was bioware is the company that did it so blame them <laughs> everybody instead of sending your hate mail to us send it to them <laughs> yeah i love well, it th- yeah i mean same. He just wanted to talk about Sonic. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. I've actually never heard of that game, and I had a DS. It's obscure as hell. It's not worth it either. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. If- like, 
The gameplay is fine, but like again, it's the cliffhanger that they're never going to resolve. So it's after this, you should look it up online, like a copy of it. Watch it be like really rare on eBay for like it's like a thousand dollars, and he lost yours. Bro, I mean, it was a bunch of shit. <laughs> wow, good entry. Yeah. I know it pains you to say bad things about Sonic and Tekken, but hey, anything for our listeners. <laughs> that game is $40, by the way, so it's not a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was, I was just thinking I'd be your luck. but <laughs> No. All right, good pick. Uh, my next one is actually Life is Strange 2. Now, the, the people that actually sat down to play this game you are fond of it and love it like I do. But it, the community for Life is Strange is very mixed. And yes, community, because the <laughs> first Life is Strange had like, it was like a phenomenon. You know, you look up, it, it just came out of nowhere. And like, it was different from any games coming out at that point. And it was, you know, pr- I want to say pretty low budget because I, I think it was like a independently. No, it was Square Enix developed it. But anyways, you got like the likes of PewDiePie and stuff like that doing playthroughs. So it, it really became popular. And so much so that people hate the second one because the first one, <laughs> because they switched up their main character. So the first one follows the main character, Max, who uh, you learn to find out has abilities and, and then her best friend, Chloe. And then, you know, it ends perfectly. So I don't know why people are so freaking pissed about it. Like, grow up. They gave you a spinoff game. Uh, I think it's called Life is Strange Before Disaster. And it's like from Chloe's perspective of the storm, you know. And so the second game follows two brothers, Sean and Daniel. And I'm not going to spoil anything in case people haven't played it. But basically, you know, a tragic event happens in the beginning. And you find out one of the brothers has powers. And they're on the run from the law. And um, a bunch of like redneck hicks are after him too it, it sounds crazy but the story itself is very beautiful and touching uh between two brothers who uh grow to like respect and love each other because you know in the beginning of the game they really kind of hated each other so it's you know and it's it's a beautiful game like sometimes i would just sit there like i don't know i'm a really slice of life type person and kendall will tell you like when it comes to anime or tv shows or whatever so I'm the same way with video games and um, it's right up my alley. Like the soundtrack to it is, is gorgeous, you know, and you get in these, like, they're based off of episodes. So like, it'd be like, I think it's like 10 episodes or 13 episodes. And, um, each one basically something major happens in or tragic. And like, you know, I've seen grown men cry while playing this game. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, but <laughs> Yeah, I play. Know. I played the fifth, but no, yeah. <laughs> but if you look at it, people's only real problem with the game is because they switched the main characters. But it's like, come on, people, <laughs> grow up. You know, it's like, you know, like JoJo's Bizarre. Like Kendall loves that, and they switched the main JoJo, right? So come on. <laughs> but that's that's different. But I see what you're going with. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a comparison. <laughs> but yeah. People just get attached to characters. Like again, like when they, uh, they change move sets or designs. Like I, I think some people like get pissed at what the Street Fighter and then the Street Fighter movie yeah. designs. People hated those. Oh yeah, yeah. But, um, Spider Man when they yeah, change. But uh, Spider Man. People just get attached, and like 
the little I played from the first one, it was fun and stuff like that. Uh, the ability it's tragic. <laughs> well, that too, but like it's Square Enix, so I knew it was going to be tragedy. Like I knew that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, people just get attached, and they don't want to break outside the norm. And then another thing was like, at least from my perspective, and I can't speak on this because I'm not a woman, but like. At least when this game released, like, again, uh, gaming started going towards, like, a lot of male-focused, like, main characters and stuff like that. So to see Chloe, uh, Max, and all them, and, like, the, and the spinoffs you, are, you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So to see, like, uh, female main characters in a gaming space and, like, they were, like, they have powers and they're, like, you know, just your average that, that's true, Jill. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it, they probably felt like it was taken from them. You know what I'm saying? That, no, I agree. But, like, uh, they just switched it back now because the brand, yeah. the newest Life is Strange went back to a female lead. And, you know, everybody can have their time to shine. It's not like we got to, you know, switch all these things up. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like every <laughs> male or female, it's a good story. And it's not misogynistic or anything. You know, it's like, it's just a good story if it's a good story. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. But I was like, yeah, Marvel, you know, changing yeah. superheroes and whatever. But that's a whole different argument. That's that I, cool. I'll be a part of. <laughs> And I think it's awesome. Like, you know, Life is Strange was, you know, really awesome because, like like you said, it's female-led characters and the whole story was from their perspective. But, you know, Life is Strange too. like I said, people just hate it because of the character change. But if you actually play the game, there's, like, really good game mechanics. They improved on what the first game lacked, you know, and it, it was longer too. So it was just a really great playthrough and it still had a great soundtrack and great story overall and i'm really into solo solo player campaigns and this is one of my favorites i've ever played just because of the story between the two brothers and life is strange is very unique because like the game changes but based off of your decisions you know yeah. like you might think you make the good decision but then they'll play the wrong theme song and you're like, yeah. you're like oh, oh no <laughs> am i a bad person but yeah, I love Life is Strange too, and the first one, and I love the whole series as a whole. But that is uh, my pick because I just feel like it's the most hated out of the series, and a lot of people had problems with it. All right, good pick. And again, I haven't finished like the first Life is Strange, the spinoff, and I haven't even touched the others. We have but, different uh, tastes, yeah. <laughs> it's just like I was playing something because I was like, a, I think they gave it away for, like on PlayStation Plus a long time ago. Yeah, 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 and it was just I, I started playing other stuff. Uh, but yeah, solid pick. And again, you know, I guess with changing characters and stuff like that, people get butt hurt. But yeah, get over it. <laughs> uh, so my because <laughs> uh, again, it was a good segue because that's what, what happened in uh, my next uh, game. So my next game, oh, Borderlands Two. Okay. So, uh, this game again. You're uh you start off as this bounty hunter. Uh you're uh you start off like what in the ice caps or something like that. You're like literally uh you were trying to rob a train or something like that and you ended up almost getting killed, but it crashed into like this uh ice cap pretty much. Uh you get thawed out and then you just start doing quests for people and then eventually you <laughs> for God knows why, you're just lucky enough to have to fight handsome Jack at the end of it and you gotta take down all these people to get to him and uh you free slash kill his daughter. Uh, I'll let you play and figure out how that plays out. But uh, you free slash kill. <laughs> was that uh, your choice? You mean? Is why her choice. Slash? It was her choice. But she dies in the process. So 
you had a hand in it, you technically kill her. Oh, uh, he gets mad, and that's like the halfway point in the game. Uh, he does some revenge stuff, and then you have to end up kicking his ass, and he screams and cries like a bitch. And, and I love this thing because there's a trophy. Uh, he starts giving his whole speech, and you can let him live, or you can at least let him live for long enough to tell his whole story. Or when he starts crying and moaning like a bitch, you can just shoot him right in the head, which is what I do every <laughs> time. <laughs> He's like, cool. <laughs> the achievement's called Cool Story, bro. <laughs> like, and you, it's funny. Mid uh, I do it every time. Yeah, like it, he doesn't like the thing is he's like, you don't understand, pop. I look, man, like the whole game, me having to get to you was annoying as hell. So I'm look, I'm gonna have to cut you off right here. What, yeah. do you, what do you mean every time? Have you played it like a bunch? Yeah, so uh, there's four characters, uh, and they all have different play styles. So you basically, oh, so, yeah, they basically okay. inf not enforce you, but they encourage you to play as uh, different characters each time. So there's a siren <laughs> so who's who's basically like this magician. Is how I can explain it the best. She has these phase lock abilities that can hold enemies in place, and you just shoot and do damage. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me say, it's a looter shooter. So if you've ever played Fallout. Um, that's really the only thing I can explain it with, but it's a looter shooter. Uh, so there's gunplay involved. Uh, there's an assassin. That's who I always choose a sniper slash assassin ro assassin roles. So I can be like long distance sniping, killing the boss. And I don't have to be up close getting wrecked. Yeah. Uh, and he can turn invisible. So I chose him. Obviously he was a ninja. Um, and then there's a gun zerker. I think is what you call him. Uh, he just has two guns when you start out the game and he just starts spraying and killing people. And then I forget what the other one is. I want to say it's Commando. He just has a turret, which isn't so. Cool. So you played it four times and you shot no, him no, no, every no, no, time? No, 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 no. I've only played it three times. I played as the Siren. Oh, my bad. The Assassin. And then I played it on, uh, yeah, because I have it on the PlayStation 4 and then I have it on a Switch. So I played it. Uh, I think I played the Assassin twice. But you didn't like let it let him talk once? Hell just no. To see hell no he's annoying you don't want to see what that achievement is i've seen it on youtube it's worth shooting <laughs> and, it's, him, huh? and it's much more funny it's much more funnier to cut him off mid-sentence <laughs> you know because he's crying begging you to spare his life he's like, oh you don't understand i did all of this he like, sounds sound like, like a psycho yeah i do but like what he puts you through like through the entire game he's like sending you voice messages i don't know how but like <laughs> There's no phones in this game, but like this helmet like lets you contact and radio other people. Yeah. So throughout the whole game, he's telling you to kill yourself. <laughs> There's literally a quest where you literally have to kill yourself. You jump off a cliff and he gives you oh money for it. God. Yeah, he oh gives you money God. for you killing yourself. So I get like, why he shot him. Yeah, yeah he, he's doing annoying shit the whole game. And then there's this one uh, mission. So you're basically, uh, or he's building uh, this indestructible like robot thing that can spawn other monsters. Like it builds mm -hmm. them. It's called a Digistruct. Mm -hmm. um, it's this big ass orb, but it moves slow. So you do have a chance to take it out before it gets to where it finally gets uh, where it needs to be. For some reason or another, I never get there. Like I know it's possible because there's a trophy slash achievement for it. So for whatever reason, though, I guess because I play it solo, you're supposed to play it online with uh, four players. Uh, but uh yeah, so for whatever reason, I always fail and it gets to the last spot. Uh, it spawns like 50 people, and they're not little easy people to beat. And everybody uh, in the game has these elemental weaknesses, and each one has different, like, like robots are weak to acid and corrosive. People are obviously, because they're made of flesh, people and animals are weak to fire. Some of them are weak to electricity if they have armor on, because you have to take their armor out first and then kill them with fire. And then there's like regular bullets, and there's explosion, I think, and there's another one. 
So there's elemental weaknesses. This thing starts spawning these big ass monsters on top of the people that's already in the map that you have to fight. So that's one annoyance. And again, he tells you to kill yourself throughout the game, and it just makes shit difficult for you. So yeah, <laughs> fuck him. But uh, well, <laughs> you you sold me on the game. Why do people hate it? It sounds awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm about to get to. <laughs> so people hate this one in the entry because uh, in this game there was a slag, and I know that that's not it's a made up word. So it's called a slag system. So it's basically a poison. So again, I told you there's elemental weaknesses. So some people just won't have a weakness. So you have to give them a weakness and then start abusing that. So you have to slag them and then hit them with something else. So people hated that because like in the old ones, it was just no weaknesses. You just hit, okay, this element doesn't work. I'll try another one. So now that there's people immune to it and you have to get this one, like it's a shitty ability. It does low damage on its own. So you can't kill with it, but you can wound enemies with it but they have high health bars so it's like you have to switch and keep switching back and forth and it's annoying because you can run out of bullets um so the slag system is uh kind of like the main issue here uh and then at the time again uh, it was the same issue with saints row you grow up with these characters as one obviously and then uh pre-sequel released after two but uh, there was just Borderlands 1 and people grew up with these characters. And again, they encourage you to play as all four people when you play this game. So they've got to learn these characters and stuff like that. And they kill off quite a few characters, but they kill off one main character that people loved. Uh, and then there's DLC about it following uh, uh, his death and everything. So people just hated that. Uh, but the main thing was, again, the slag system. Because people even love the villain in this game. They're like, oh, he's the most charismatic villain of all time. I love him. Me personally, I had to kill him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, people yeah. just hate the system of how you have to do damage in this game. And I will say this, and it might just be me from playing it like three times over. It is kind of tedious at the beginning. Like it's a slow start in the ice cap uh, place. But once you get out and portal to other uh, locations and stuff like that, it's kind of fun. There's also like rare drops like the again, again, because it's a looter shooter. There's rare drops you can get, uh, but sometimes they won't go your way and you have to end up beating the boss like two or three times over. People hate that. And then the multiplayer online is kind of finicky, at least for the PlayStation 4 version that I played because uh, I can't speak for the Switch and I can't speak for the 5 because I know there's a 5 version. Um, well, you can play the PS4 version on the 5, but I know there's Borderlands 3. That's also kind of the same thing, but uh, it's just yeah, kind of yeah. iffy. It decides when it wants to work and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can't remember if it's Borderlands two or three. It's I think it's actually included with PS five if you have the plus uh, online plus service. I think it's three, but I know they gave away the handsome collection, which is Borderlands one. No, no, no. Excuse me, Borderlands two and pre sequel. Hmm. Well, if yeah. it. it if it's free on there, I'm going to pick it up because you sold me. I don't know if that was the intention. Like I, like I said, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the franchise is really good. It's it, Everybody loves it. Uh, Borderlands 3 wasn't as popular just because it came out, like, when Next Gen was getting introduced, so not many people had it. So, like, if you played it on the old gen P, uh, PS4, it was kind of laggy. The load times were slow. But that was, again, that was due to them. Like, the game was in production for a long time. It was supposed to release for the PS4, but by the time it got time to release it, better hardware was out. So you can't really fault them for that. Um, but yeah, so the, the series is great. I love it. Uh, if I had to say which one was my favorite, probably the, the pre-sequel because they introduced a new element that got introduced in three or that got brought over to three, which was ice. You'd think, Oh, why isn't that a, a base ability in the game? But it was cause there was a planet, uh, 
And again, there was also an oxygen system too, but because um, you're in space the whole time on other planets, not Earth and or whatever they call home. I think it's Earth, but uh, anyway. Uh, so there was an ice system they introduced, and it was a character with an ice sniper. So she'll launch out this little thing, freeze enemies in place, and you can just get infinite headshots. So <laughs> I love that one. Oh, that sounds awesome. I haven't played. I'm not really familiar with the Borderlands series, except for like when you'd bring your PlayStation over and we, I'd play a little campaign with you. But yeah, that shit was fun. I, I recommend yeah. playing it if you yeah. haven't. Well. I mean, I'm going into a shooter game too for my fourth pick, and it's actually a Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Ghosts. Now, this one is really hated among people. Uh, do you hate it? No, I just heard all the hate. I, I stopped playing around that time, but I, I heard all the hate. My friends, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when we played the new Call of Duties now, they're like, I fucking hate Ghosts. It's, it's so, this is when Call of Duty got bad and everything like that. It's like, oh, Well, man. for me, I love it because it's so different. And like – um. Like I said, I'm a solo player usually, and I, I'm real big on the campaigns. So this is, was it, you know? And to me, it's like still one of my favorite Call of Duty campaigns I've played. I mean, bitch, you went to space, you know? <laughs> Samuel Jackson reference. But, um, yeah, I mean, you get to be in space. I'm a huge space guy. That's weird to say, but I love space and stuff like that. So you get to be an astronaut going through the um the the space station and just sniping people bro i mean with a silencer in space i mean you don't need it because it would be silent but they you know it's a game (laughs) but i love how the game starts out i think i beat the game in like two days it was close to one sitting bro i just spent the entire day i was sick too so it was awesome i just got to play call of duty ghosts all day but um (laughs) I mean, it's not awesome. I was sick. But. Bro sitting there eating his soda crackers and ginger ale just playing Call of Duty. Yes. Yes. And the game starts off like awesome. I, I'm like, I like doomsday movies and stuff like that. Like if they're bad, it's even funnier. But, you know, um, but the game starts off and like everything's just collapsing and like, you know, and the world's just imploding and you you're having to jump through all these craters and stuff like that and then you get to go to the space station and it's really cool and and for me I was an even bigger fan cuz um I used to be like a crazy Eminem fan and like can you know <laughs> crazy yeah. I was crazy cuz that was my first introduction to rap and hip hop so I was huge into that but it, around this time Eminem was releasing his uh Marshmallow LP2 LP2 and um, in the game, you actually like when they were advertising the game, you they played Berserk, you know. And in the game, you hear the survival too. Yeah, Berserk in the game. So like you're rappelling up, you know, into like this um this like I don't know. It's like a hundred story building, and when you go in there, you can actually hear it in the game. Was it survival? I think it's survival. Okay, you're probably right. I couldn't remember, but I remember Berserk was huge with. You know, I think they had it in the advertisement, though. But anyways, that made me fall in love with the game even more because I was like, oh, Eminem's in this. It's so great. You know, (laughs) but uh, for me, the Call of Duty Ghost campaign had more depth and storytelling, whereas, you know, a lot of times now it's just it's basic. It's just generic because I know most like 80 percent of people are buying these games just to play online or to play 
zombies or whatever you know aliens or whatever they add to it so it's like people buy it for the extra stuff they don't buy it for the campaigns anymore but this is still when you know they were trying to change it up and introduce new campaigns and stuff and you know i really loved it and i like the maps too a lot of people i know weren't huge fans of the multiplayer maps because they were so large like the maps were huge on this one but i liked it you know and a lot of people fought it because it had a lot of familiar concepts and most people absolutely hated the maps but you know i'm weird i liked it and i like the guns they had um yeah i just i really love the game but i i no i was gonna say i could kind of understand why people hate it but no i don't because it's, it, it's just i feel like it's so different so everybody hates it you know because the multiplayer was probably the most lacking thing in that game but like i said for me i never played online so it wasn't a problem i was just all about the campaign and you know you get to go through so many different aspects and scenarios in this game and i just love the ghosts uh overall and i wish they would do a sequel which they probably never will because you know black ops i don't know if you're gonna get so that. popular <laughs> yeah and ever everybody hates it but there's some people out there that love it like me so I'm preaching for you guys. <laughs> I don't. I didn't play the game, so I can't make any comments. But I, again, just from what I hear, people are like, "Oh, this is when it started going downhill," and I, I think that's just because people like the Modern Warfare series uh, and MW3. I think released before that. I I don't know because mm, I, was, I, I wasn't playing online either, aside yeah. from Call of Duty uh, Black Ops One. Yeah, uh, and maybe Black Ops was released like side by side too, because I, I can't remember. Well, there was a Black Ops before Ghost, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I think how many... people were obsessed with Modern Warfare uh, 3 and then just whichever Black Ops was at at the time, so they wanted more of that, and Ghost was not that. And then again, the space thing, people were like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like People were looking at Fast and Furious right now. Uh, <laughs> no, man, but... I, I love that aspect. You're literally floating through the space it's cool. station and like taking people out. Like It's so cool. It, and that's what I say. That's they do that in Borderlands, actually. Like, you can get insta kills because you obviously need an oxygen mask to breathe mm -hmm. out in space. So, if you just shoot their oxygen mask or their oxygen yeah. tank, they die immediately. So, you'll like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you <laughs> sold me again. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that was my favorite part of the pre sequel. I was like, oh my God, I can just get a one ki or one uh, tap kill? Are you sure? You don't have to or keep free? selling it. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. um. Yeah. But, again, I didn't play it, so I can't say, but I, I think it's just people yeah, and you hate said change. You said people stop like that's they said that's when they started going downhill. But to me, yeah. that's when they really started taking chances and changing stuff. And now it's just lazy. You know, they just introduce, oh, you can wall climb. Cool. What else? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, people just hate the change. Cause like you said, people only bought it for the multiplayer. So yeah. realistically, people are just paying for a new game for a better server, mm -hmm. better weapons and better graphics. They didn't want anything to change. Yeah, and I, I played on the Xbox 360, and that was my first, like, real big console, you know? So it was just, like, I was just happy overall. So <laughs> I would like yeah. to revisit the game, honestly. But, yeah, that's that was my fourth pick. Well, so, I know it is on uh, PS Plus if you go in there, but... It is? I don't know about a new one coming soon. <laughs> oh, it's not. people. I mean, I've seen, like, when I was doing research for this uh, podcast, like... You know, I was watching old gameplay and stuff, and everybody in the comments was like, I don't know why people hate it. But then other people were like, I fucking hate this game. And then other people were begging for a sequel. So it's just, 
we'll never get it because the majority of yeah. uh, the COD community hates it. All right. So before I go to, again, these weren't in order, but before I go to my last one, I'm just going to read off my honorable mentions and do a brief summary of why they're hated. So my first one or first honorable mention is Yoshi's Island. So again, Mario's title and like his, uh, his game library, it, like, wow, there's nothing terrible in there aside from Mario run. That was a mobile game. Um, a super Mario two, which was a, a game called Doki Doki something, not Doki Doki literature club, but like it was uh, a ripoff of a game that they couldn't sell in Japan. So they just put Mario over, uh, and moved it to the States. Uh, so besides those two games, like Mario's library is like great. One of gaming's best, as much as I hate to say it. So consistent. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, it's great. You can't really, besides those two games, you can't really find any flaws. And there's even some people that like Mario, uh, Super Mario uh, 2, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. But that's not on this list. Yoshi's Island is. And that's like mainly it. because uh, it was different. Uh, you know, it, and then the, like, uh, so basically, let me explain the premise. Yoshi's Island. This is like a, a prequel. So the stork is delivering uh, baby Mario and baby Luigi to their parents. Uh, at least in the first one, because there was like I think there was maybe two sequels or something like that. But uh, at least in the first one, uh, Kamek, Bowser's uh, wizard uh, parent, I think is what he wants to call him, yeah. uh, intercepts and steals baby Luigi for some reason. I didn't beat the game yet, so I don't know. But he steals yeah. baby Luigi. And then Mario, because it was a crash, it was a collision, lands in Yoshi's Island. That's why it's called that. And the Yoshi's like, hey, man, wasn't there two babies? I see two, uh, you know, two hats. Where's where's uh, the other baby? We got to get him to his brother. That's why he's crying. And so the whole game you're playing is Yoshi with Mario on your back. Mario can't do anything but be a yeah. fucking warrior. He's crying the whole time. If you get like if he get if Yoshi gets <laughs> yeah. hit, Mario flies off in a bubble. He's like, Wah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's so fucking annoying. And you're like, why is this on your list? Why do you why? you like it, right? And I do like it. The music is fire. At least the Game Boy version. There's some crazy shit. Uh, I think the OG one had some things changed, but like, it's a great game. I love it. Yoshi's fast as fucking that game, and I love yeah. Yoshi. He gets a little yeah. flurries. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let me start Man, making. You, you're, you're bringing back like memories. I completely forgot about that game, but I play. I beat the I entire it. game. I I would stay up late at night and play it. Man, I was in love with that game. Yeah. Oh, what? man, yeah, I haven't beat it yet. Uh, mainly because uh, it was my cousin's game. They had it. And they had two copies too, which was crazy. Yeah. So both of them could play it with the link cable and stuff like that. Uh, oh, but yeah. I didn't have the game, so I only played it whenever they came over and stuff like that. And then I have it on the Switch because the the classic catalog is on there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Mario is the most annoying part of the game, so people hate it for that. Uh, and again, it's just out of Mario's entire catalog, I had to put a Mario game on this list. <laughs> Fucking sucks. I could have yeah, went for easy. Huh? I was just like, yeah, the Mario aspect sucked because you would just bump into something and you go, yeah. And then uh, Yoshi would be like doing this. Yeah, and like usually when you get hit, it's like your own spikes or something crazy. Like so, you couldn't get to him immediately, so you'd have to hear him <laughs> scream, and you get to him maybe the last. Sometimes two he seconds. would die, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like the bosses were kind of annoying, at least for me. Uh, but like mm-hmm. once you learn the secret, it's it's easy. But um, again, I love the game, but like people hate it. Just like if you're looking at a game, and again, uh, like I said, Mario has a fantastic library. So if you're just looking at his thing as a whole. People just hate this one because of like these reasons and stuff like that. And it's again, it's a black sheet. It's not that it's hated so much. It's just that it's weird. And usually yeah, it's really different. Yeah, yeah. Usually the Yoshi spinoffs are kind of weird. Like Yoshi's Topsy Turvy for the uh, the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. It had a rumble pack in the bottom. So it 
like it had a gyroscope in it, and you had to actually move your game and shit like that to move certain aspects in the game. Oh yeah, and I could have easily put that one on here, but that was that's, that's not hated my favorite. By everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even like it, so I can't put up an argument for it. <laughs> <laughs> so my next game, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, and uh, again, if you know Sonic lore, this is the game uh, before Sonic 06 that put Sonic in the Dark Ages because you gave Sonic characters a gun. because some little kid asked for it one person asked for it and we all got it now again i love the game because of shadow the hedgehog i love shadow the hedgehog he's cool and you got to see more of these character interactions not with sonic like sonic was in a game but you know everybody's all goody goody with sonic because he's sonic he's the main character but some people hate shadow some people you know (laughs) they're like i don't trust you yet work with me and we might can figure something out here and you can be a bad guy like you got to pick if you want to be a villain if you want to be neutral or you want to be a hero uh, so I oh. love the game, but most people hated it because the gun aspect, it was different. The controls were a little slippery and you did have to play Westopolis 10 times in order to get the true ending. And Westopolis is like, it's a good stage. It's a good beginner stage, but it's just annoying hearing that music over and over again. What, what console did you play this on? PS2, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, PlayStation household. Yeah. Well, my, me and my friends were never like huge in a Sonic, but we. He got this one, and I'd go over there and we'd play it on his PlayStation like all day. Cause he, <laughs> he Yo, the battle had mode, a yeah. he had a gun, bro. <laughs> it's like, a rocket launcher, a katana, uh, this egg yeah. launcher from Billy Hatcher. Yeah, but he had an actual gun. gun. Like it wasn't yeah. like a laser; it was like a gun gun. And Shadow yeah. was so awesome, bro. It was just yeah, he, great. He game. was dope. I loved him. Like I was like, I saw it. I was like, oh, Shadow with a gun is cool. But looking back, I'm like, oh man, I see the I see the problems. <laughs> And then my yeah. last game uh, for the honorable mentions, Monster Hunter World. Uh, so people hated this game uh, basically, because, uh, basically because it was Monster Hunter trying to appeal to a mainstream audience. So these people that were in the niche, uh, the the OG fans were like, oh, man, why are you doing this? You know, like, we have a fine community. Why are you introducing it to everybody else? Uh, so the game was like the art direction was trying to be realistic which it does look realistic. It was made for the PS4. You can play it on PS5, but it's still a PS4 game. It looks really good even today. Um, the maps were bigger and it was seamless, at least as far as I know. Usually when you go in these Monster Hunter games, when you uh, cross a certain uh, section into the level, it was a cutscene, and you had to wait. And if you wanted to go back, you'd go to another cutscene and stuff like that. So this time the world was seamless. And I think that's why it was called Monster Hunter World because it was open world kind of. Uh, and uh, people are like, oh, it's lost its edge. This isn't for us anymore. And they took a lot of like the anime weapons out and like the crazy weapons out. And it's just a bunch of like hammers, swords and stuff like that. Guns, bow and arrows. But it's like traditional and not the goofy anime kind of weapons and stuff like that. And that was DLC and people like the DLC and stuff like that. But the, some of the, they felt that the boss fights were, you know, because there's monsters and there's variations of those monsters. And then there's like stronger versions of like basically just i forget with apex uh versions of these monsters so people are like well it's still the same monster it's doing the same movements there's nothing really different about the boss fight here so i hate that um and again most of their budget went to the art style so there was like voice acting and stuff like that too but because it uh it went mostly to like uh the graphics making everything look realistic it was just less money to put like uh you know elsewhere so people felt like uh not that there were corners cut but, you know, money could have been spent, you know, getting other assets, you know, put more production time and this kind of stuff into it. So, like, uh, you know, it's just too mainstream. They took out a lot of my favorite weapons, the goofy weapons and stuff like that. It just could have been better. So those were my honorable mentions. 
every time I hear um, Monster Hunter, it's always like compared to other games. You know, you never hear that. No, because it's like, as far as I know, there's this, uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, EA released their Monster Hunter clone. But Monster Hunter, while it is a hack and slash, because you're just, you're usually this small hunter with either this big ass weapon going out and hunting monsters. There's nothing really mm-hmm. that's similar to it. Well, I always hear Shadow of the Colossus. Like the OG. I like, guess because like again, like you're this small dude hunting this big ass thing, but like even that's different because that focused more on story mode. And these Monster Hunter games, there's not much of a story. It's like, oh, this monster's fucking up shit in the village, kill him. Or this monster's about to the mate with this other monster and he's gonna spell <laughs> doom for us all. You gotta kill him. Or still this monster egg, I'm trying to make an omelet. Like it's something <laughs> crazy. There's like Yeah, that's there's really not great. like an like in-depth that. story usually. I mean, there is an in-depth story, but it's not fleshed out and it's confusing at times. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah, it's definitely a series. Yeah. Like I've been wanting to check out, but I've been kind of scared to get into it. Like, you know, I hear mixed reviews all the time about it. Yeah. World was one of those probably that you heard mixed reviews about. Like, again, I love the graphics. It looks perfect, but, uh, it was just a bunch of stuff. That's annoying. Like the monsters can actually run away from you. And like I said, this is a big fucking world. They're big. They can get, you know, take off on you. Some of them can fly. Some of them can slither and stuff like that. So you can't chase after them as fast. That's annoying. And Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. And Monster Hunter Rise, they actually give you a riding animal so you can chase them down and stuff like okay. that. So if I had to suggest one to you, Monster Hunter Rise. So. It's like an easy one to get into then. It's not. Well, the game is easy. Let me say that. But it's it's like. It's just they streamline a lot of what was wrong in uh, Monster Hunter World. Gotcha. And then again, yeah. you can chase down the fucking monster this time. But it, oh, uh, cool. it was made for the Switch, so just keep that in mind. The graphics are kind of a little choppy, mm-hmm. but it's on PS4, PS5, PC. I don't know if Xbox or not, but it was made for the P- uh, the Switch, so it looks a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Like well, Not bad or laggy, but it just like the art design. Well, those are good picks. Do you want to go into your last one or do you just want me to do honorable? Yeah, go ahead and go over your honorable mentions. All right, my honorable mentions, uh, my three are Far Cry 5, which um, a lot of people are mixed on because of the, it's a divisive ending, but, you know, I'm not going to give that away, but a lot of people really enjoy the ending because it takes risks, you know, but a big problem with the game people don't like is religion. You know, it gets muddy when like you do religion into any media form, whether it's movies, TV, music, whatever, you know, video games, because uh, there's people that's real religious and then there's some that's not. So the real religious people might take it like you're mocking it and stuff. But with this one, you know, you're kind of you you land in this cult community and you, you get trapped there. And, you know, he's just talking about like he's the Messiah and all this stuff. So, you know, a lot of people were divisive on it. But for me, I loved it. You get to go around and take out like these loony cult lunatics, you know, like that blindly follow this guy. So I really had a a lot of fun with it. Um, And my second honorable mention is actually Assassin's Creed 3. And I was in a camp where I didn't like this game either because coming off of, you know, the original Ezio series. I mean, not the original. The first one was Altair, but, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed 2 and then uh, Revelations and all that stuff with uh, Ezio was my favorite. But then it it slows down a lot when you get to Assassin's Creed 3 because the Ezio series was such a peak in this series, you know, of Assassin's Creed. And 
myself, that's my favorite in the whole franchise, and a lot of people's too, was the Ezio collection. But we get to Assassin's Creed 3, it slows down like a ton. It's it's really fun, but it can be boring at time. Like you're just running through the woods and um you know, it, they changed it up a lot and I really like it. You get to use tomahawks and like all this cool stuff that you would never get to. You get to um you use like arrowheads in a string and you can hang fucking people. So I mean, that's great. You just run through and choke, you know, it's great. So like Yeah, you I, sound like a madman. <laughs> I would. I, I I watched the old video clip I had on my Switch, and I was just, like, ashamed of myself. It was, like, an hour long of me just running through the town. Killing there ain't everybody. no way you got an hour worth of footage on the Switch. They only do <laughs> no, no, I'm exaggerating, but for <laughs> oh, real, it was like I was just running in circles, and people were screaming, and my wife saw it, and she was just like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I really like the storyline that this game introduced and new game mechanics. You got to go hunting for the first time and then and you get to use their hides and you can sell hides and stuff. Like a lot like Red Dead Redemption 2, but um yeah, it was, <laughs> it was my mic. <laughs> it overall I really enjoyed the game. I'm not gonna go into depth too much, but people just really hated it because it was such a stretch and you know, out there and whatever you know now we got vikings flying through the sky valhalla so it's it's whatever but uh my my third honorable mention is skater skater xl and i've talked about this game on the podcast before it's not the greatest game it you know a lot of people hate it though because it's nothing like skate 3 the skate franchise but it's like obviously it's not skate 3 you know but yeah myself i'm a huge skate 3 fiend and i, I was like i need skate 4 but it was like not even announced at the time. So I was like, well, what skate game is there? Because there's no Skate 3 on PlayStation. So I got Skater XL. And the things this game does right is it's real lifelike with the controls. You So each joystick is like your feet on the board. And you have to move it the exact way you would in real life to do the trick. And that's really cool. But also a lot of people hate it because of that. Because it's pretty challenging. You know, if you don't have a grasp of what you're doing you're not going to be good at it and you're going to constantly bail and you know if the game is glitchy and laggy and you'll just randomly fall over for no reason and you'll land on it on a rail or something but you won't grind and so it's gimmicky and stuff like that but overall it's it's a great time and i have like probably 70 hours into the game because i just i'll put it on and play it whenever like if i'm making music and um i'm like listening back to some songs i do i'll just be skating while i'm doing it you know <laughs> but yeah those are my three honorable mentions and i just want to say something funny too i remember when he was playing this thing one time and i was like they're never gonna release skate for get over it and then like i think like hours later or something like yeah, that yeah. Or, a day later or something like that there was a tweet he's like ha ha jokes on you and i'm like wow <laughs> yeah he's always messing with me because i love skate three so much and he's like you're never getting skate four <laughs> loser i am <laughs> and then it just announced and i'm like oh man this never happens when i want something <laughs> it only like not to get into that too much but it only happened because the fans were so in love with skate three like it's the best skating game of all time to me and um it, it was made by ea and if you would go on ea 
uh, Instagram, literally every single post, <laughs> it would be thousands, <laughs> thousands of comments saying, we need skate four, we need skate four. So, and they said that's the only reason this game happened. So, ha ha. Y'all bullied <laughs> them into making a game. Oh, yep, man. Y'all yep. well, bullied them to change the Sonic character design. It was design. necessary. <laughs> it was, but I'm just that saying. That thing looked atrocious. That, that wasn't thing. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh-uh. Anyway. <laughs> Last game on the list. Uh, and again, this is my personal favorite. Like, this is one, this is why I made the or I made the suggestion about this episode. This is my favorite game in this particular series. I love everything about it, but I can also see why people don't like it. So the game is called Persona 3. And everybody loves Persona 4 and 5. Persona 4 got milked to death, pretty much. They had all these spin-offs all these collabs and stuff like that. And then Persona 5 was new at the time, so a lot of people got in. That was like their first Persona game. So people love 4 and 5, but people hate 3. And it just gets overshadowed. Like, it's not that it's a bad game. And I will say there's like probably two or three things that people don't like. One, uh, it was there were non-controllable party members, so you pretty much had to just... Uh, what was that? You pretty much just had to uh, just, you know... What was but, that? Uh, I got a Discord notification. I thought that was you sending something. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Persona 3, people hated it because of non-controllable party members. So they do their own thing and you couldn't control them. You couldn't say, hey, well, you know, do this or hey, let me just pick your moves and do mm -hmm. uh, play the game for you. Uh, So there's this one meme online, if you even follow Persona 3 memes and stuff like that. There's this move called Marin Karin, and I forget what it does. I think it charms the enemy, so it like uh, it's a low chance that the, the enemy will get charmed and won't attack you in your group. But the healer uh, at, at this time, there's like uh, really three healers technically, but there's two that do it really well. And one of them likes to spam Marin Karin when everybody else is low on health or when there's an enemy because she also has this ice affinity. So she has ice powers. And so that if there's an enemy weak to ice and nobody else can hit it, and you're out of magic points, MP. She's over here spamming Maureen Kareen when you need ice attacks done, and she's just letting them live, basically. She's just wasting <laughs> turns and letting the team get dropped. Uh, so that's annoying. People hate that. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Two, there was, uh, like, again, uh, a lot of problems with these older games is the voice acting, but that's because, like, it took a long time for voice acting to get where it is today, like, better. Mm. And it's not because of the equipment. It's just direction. So, like, the voice acting is, like, really weird in this game. Like, there, there's a lot of memes on the voice acting. Like, there's a there's character, Fuka, who's uh, your team's navigator. She'll uh, navigate you through the dungeons and stuff like that. And uh, she'll just be saying, there's a strong enemy nearby. Walk out. Uh, look out. And it gets annoying because they use, like, the same three voice clips for uh, the stuff. So, people are like, oh, my God, that's annoying. Shut the hell up. I can see it. <laughs> uh, but I like her character. She's uh, she's nice. She's cool. Like, what, I don't understand why people hate her. It's, it's her it's voice. Like, if it sounds I, like I, that, I understand. I, I understand. But, like, bro, she's just trying to help in the only way she can. She's not a fighter. So, she can just say, look out. There's an enemy. Like, I mean, sometimes I can relate. Yeah. And sometimes it does come in handy because, like, there's this boss. If you stay in a dungeon too long or on certain days or something like that it's the reaper he's the grim reaper in the lore if you stay in a dungeon too long he will start chasing you and you'll you'll just hear chains rattling behind you so it's like Chee -chee. <laughs> Chee -chee. it's just like there's a strong enemy nearby look out and like if you don't no find shit. the exit 
Well, no, the thing is, you wouldn't know that because like he'll pop up and like in the most uh, oh, okay. unexpected time, so you really don't know what's going. You thought, oh, it's just a regular enemy. Shut the hell up. And uh, he'll, but what he does is you can like send it. your party members to look out freely, or you can have them all group up. People send them yeah. out to walk freely. So what he'll do in that situation, he'll pick them off one by one, and your party members will die, and then he'll come and get you. And then you're, yeah, oh, why didn't somebody warn me? Yeah, why didn't they? And you can't run, or you can't, or you can't beat him. You have to beat him on like his sick days. Like there's one day he'll get like uh, if it's rainy weather or something like that or something, he'll get the flu and you'll beat him like that. It's, it's well, weird. If some if everybody has a problem with the voice, they should just made it like a monotone, like oh no, look out. Well, this was before DLC and stuff like that, so they couldn't. The game look was behind you. There's a massive <laughs> villain. Look, my thing, I love the character. She's dope. It was just vo poor voice direction because uh, when they did the dancing spinoff, they fixed her voice, at least in my opinion. It's not as weird. But um, anyway, so yeah, voice acting was eh. Like some of it's like really, like you said, there is a bland character. Uh, <laughs> there is. He, uh, there's this thing. He'll. Uh, there's data logs you can look in, like uh, recordings. And there's one room and he's sitting there reading these terrible jokes. Ha, huh, I sold my car for gas money. <laughs> now that's rich. Like the voice acting is just is 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 terrible. But again, it was like early two thousand, so you gotta excuse him for that. Uh, and then everybody hates the 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 dungeon Tartarus. It's like a hundred and something. No, what did you say? No, I think it's five hundred something floors. Tartarus, yeah. So it gets annoying. Uh, there's blocks and sections, and but like the scenery all looks the same. And then there's a basement to the damn dungeon. So there's even more fucking levels on top of like the five hundred. Uh, so people hate that, but like I love the game. The music is fine. Uh, the combat is fine. Like, just don't die. How hard is that? <laughs> like, oh, my teammates aren't doing what I want. Get good. Right? Get really, good. <laughs> get fucking good. When you play the answer, then you can come back and talk to me. That was hard. Oh uh, my god. But it just comes down to the the version of the game you pick. Like, uh, so Persona Three, uh, the base version was released. That's the one where you couldn't really control them. <clears throat> Persona 3 Festival Edition. You can tell them, I think, a general thing. Uh, you know, heal, act defensively, or just all-out attack. <clears throat> and then uh, Persona 3 Portable. And that one, you could tell them what to do, I think. Because uh, it was released after Persona 4. And in, in Persona 4, they introduced a thing where you can tell your teammates exactly what to do. And people like that. So, I mean, people just hate it for like a plethora of reasons. But if you go back, the music's fire. The story is fire. It's like really dark and depressing like the story but like that's why i liked it uh it's it, because persona 4 is so bubbly and cheerful like there's murders going on and these people ha ha, <laughs> like tower friendship shit and i'm like this guy's dead <laughs> why are y'all smiling and giggling and shit so and then persona 5 is kind of melancholy too but like it's also like power teamwork friendship at the end of the day like it's cool too but so like, you just like the more dark and grim stuff because it's serious like That's how, bro, i like, am too yeah i like that too why are you laughing and giggling and shit <laughs> i mean it sounds like the biggest problem well it sounds like a little gameplay maybe but the biggest issue yeah. to me like you're describing sounds like the voice acting voice and acting, yeah i dude i can relate because like voice acting could take you straight out of it and like i've stopped watching shows because i hated the voice so much in a movie I walked out of, like, I was sitting there <laughs> watching Lao Lao Crocodile and Sean Mendez goes, la, 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 you know? Yeah, that, no, I've seen the trailer. No, I I'm just playing, I never watched that. I was just messing. Yeah, so you say. <laughs> There's that meme going on. He's like, la, la, la. Uh, yeah. 
no but seriously voice <laughs> acting could be a big part of it and just take you completely out of this fake world but for real it's just like shut up i know there's an enemy you know <laughs> look she can tell you like it's like because she's also like she'll tell you the weaknesses of people she's a scanner and pretty much like i just don't see the unnecessary hate like she already got bullied in the story like somebody should like like i said i, I spoke about this game uh in my persona episode but um so there's a 13th hour in no yeah, it's a third because it's a twelve hour clock, but there's a thirteenth hour, so that it comes by twice in a in a day. Uh and only certain people, these persona users, can visit and you know walk around in this thirteenth hour. She didn't have the ability at first. But these people shoved her in a locker at school overnight. And that's how she like developed the ability. So she was there while the shadows and shit were walking around and they could have killed her. Like she got bullied like nearly to death. That's not fucking cool. It's hating not. on this character. Like, I mean, as long fuck? as they're not bullying like the voice actor, that's I mean they were just... no, they do. Oh, that's threat. sad. <laughs> yeah. That that makes no sense to me. Like, why would you bully this person? Get they're getting paid to do what they're doing. You know, this what the director wants. So it's like, why are you bullying this person? Yeah, if anybody bullied director, right? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they're only doing what they're yeah. directed to do. So like, it's not even on them. Fandom is crazy, man. Like real passionate fandom like you know star wars it happens all the time like people it, it's so sad it's like this is what it's not their fault they're getting paid to play this way you know what i'm talking about so it's just like well anyways good pick you know persona is a huge series and i didn't know people hated that game mostly yeah. but, well i love it that stupid voice now i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> well this is a weird segue because it's not like this at all and it's kind of a stupid game but <laughs> i'm gonna defend it just because it's you can play with anybody it's it's fun to an extent and that game is among us hated and loved both like i'm gonna start end it like i started it with fortnite you know this game is hated and loved and for me it was fun Every time I say something, Kendall just like laughs at my face. Because <laughs> technically, it is on PC, but it was a it was a mobile game. Yeah, but it went to Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Technically, it was, but like it started off, I want to say as a mobile, and like, or it might have started off as a PC uh, game, but it, it's weird. <laughs> well, I know you said like no mobile, but it it made the transition to console. Like you could get it on PC, Switch, and I, and even PlayStation now. I think yeah. if I'm, yeah. So it, it, I'm, I'm still within the rules. I'm sorry. Don't send me to the principal's office. But <laughs> you know, it started out. A lot of people hate it because same thing. They think it's just for kids and stuff. And I didn't really want to play it, but uh, as always, me and Kendall just was playing it with like a few other randos. friends. Oh, yeah, we played so play randos too. Yeah, but uh, it was fun. We would just get on Discord and then <laughs> just like plot how to mess with people or kill people. We got kicked out from a bunch of things. Let's just say that. And this dude killed me. He played me like a fucking fiddle. He was like, oh, yeah, man, if I was a killer, I would have just killed you first. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, he had me vouching for him in the game. Because if you don't know how uh, Among Us works, there's two killers generally. And yeah. there you got it, and the rest of the crew has to do tasks, and they just start murdering people. And then, like, if there's one person left, you automatically lose because there's you out, you're outnumbered. So you have to vote out the correct killers, or there's consequences. This dude had me vouching for him. I'm like, this dude's certainly not the killer. I, I would know. 
and I was the last person he killed, and it was game over, bro. Bro, <laughs> I know. I didn't feel Still bad. about it. I didn't feel bad about it at all. Backstab my best friend, you know. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I finally beat him at a game. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, bro. <laughs> That's what our friendship is worth. <laughs> Lies and deceit. No. Bro, just but, wants to beat me at a video bro, game. <laughs> I didn't know I was a good liar like that, but I had Kendall believing everything I was doing. I was being genuine. Maybe I should act. Who knows? But, you know, Kendall was like these other kids or guys, whatever, would be like, I seen Red Vent or whatever. Kendall would be like, no, he was with me the whole time. You know? He'd Cause he, like, he would be smart. He wouldn't. He literally wouldn't do it while he was walking around me. So I'm like, oh, it, it can't be. you. I would have I seen you messed up uh, around here. Before. Exactly. I would get really really good i finally got good at a game and it happened to be among us so it's got to be on this list <laughs> but anyways a lot of people hate it because you know <laughs> like i said they think it's just kids and like it's a stupid game and it kind of is but it's like it's a simple concept that anybody could grasp and yeah. i've played with my family like my uh niece will come over and she will i have to watch her or something and she wants to play a game and she'll ask me to play this and you know it's crazy I'll do it. You know, I'll just pop out of event and kill her. And then <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, I won't do it to her. But, but mercy. you can play with Rose really celebrate May the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> Not the younglings. <laughs> but yeah, you can play with anybody like my wife. She's not really a gamer or anything, but except for Animal Crossing, you know, and like games on her phone but even she likes this and it's it's just a fun game all around and the you know it it had such a peak with like uh you had like um like people in congress playing it like with uh oh yeah aoc yeah, aoc and you had like um you know disguised toast really made it really popular and it had corpse and a bunch of other streamers and you don't you know who that is we follow different people on YouTube. I just remember Dash, you know, a bunch of RDC world playing it. I do not. Well, I watched it. that too, but it became so popular and he became so popular because of this game. Cause he's like known as like basically the best to play it. Cause like he, yeah, anyways, I'm not going to get into all that, but <laughs> it, it had such a high peak and then it just, it died once it, you know, it stopped getting popular and everybody stopped playing it. But the developers have done good lately. I, I don't get on it much anymore, but, like, they brought in new game aspects. Like, they have a hide-and-seek uh, they brought into the game, which is really fun. One of the uh, imposter turns into a monster, and basically it's, like, the lights are out and everything, and you're just, like, going around chasing people and killing them, obviously. But it's kind of intense if you're a crewmate because you hear the music come up behind you, and it's, like, pitch black. So it, that's pretty fun, and, you know, they're always introducing... Uh, new maps and skins and they just introduced vr which helped them a lot and it's god popular again and i actually kind of want to play that that'd be fun you know like just imagine you're right <laughs> but yeah i think it's an overhated game and i think it's really great for what it is and it's easy for anybody to play even if you don't play video games so that's my and i will say it was a uh, very good uh, during peak pandemic Oh, yeah. Because that was another game people played a lot, too. And it's just like, again, the memes and stuff. Uh, I want to yeah. say Newgrounds had a whole compilation of animations they did. 
it's hilarious stuff. But uh, yeah. Among Us is great. I loved it uh, when I played it. Yeah, it's just the memes and stuff. I think that's what got people pissed off and started hating it because it's like, oh, sus. there's a yeah, su- yeah sus yeah. among us is red. He vented our song. Like people are didn't yeah. know what it was. And it's, the, it the, got overused. the community really can help a game or kill it. You know, in this case, they did both. <laughs> so yeah, and, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's when we mostly played was during the pandemic, and it was a lot of fun. Well, those were our uh, black sheep's or devils. We're playing devil's advocate. Uh, bad games that we like. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot of them were either hated or just black sheeps out of a franchise. But we'll have to definitely do this again. Maybe not for video games all the time, but like I'd love to just keep playing Devil's Advocate here. Oh man, I could do this for TV shows and movies, whatever, even albums. Like I love some albums oh, people yeah. absolutely hate. This could be a new series for us for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, and like yeah, if you guys really like this, we'll just keep doing this with other media forms and we can even do it with restaurants if we want to that's gonna be a hard one well Kendall, <laughs> then we're just critics at that point <laughs> well everybody hates arby's and you love that no and no, i don't put words in my mouth that's <laughs> no, why i get one fine. thing off the menu it's pretty good i like their curly fries and uh <laughs> no, i'm just kidding they had a milkshake but uh, they got good shakes bro I, I yeah. like their uh their Instagram page because they got do they do a lot of anime references. That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean well, Arby's is Arby's. Speaking of food, uh on the next week's podcast, we're gonna be going into food finally. We we told you guys we'd be doing discussions about food, and so next week's gonna be a bracket of fast food chains. And like there's gonna be some fast food chains like near us that maybe not everybody has, but yeah, we're finally going to be some fat asses on the mic. We might be breathing extra heavy, discussing oh it, <laughs> or getting hungry. We might have to order some food, you know. But <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so next episode is the food bracket, food wars. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's not that serious, but hey, oh, it is. Well, as always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And if you could write us a review or rate our podcast wherever you stream your podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, you know, leave a comment, let us know what you guys like or dislike, you know. And thanks for listening, and we will catch you all next time. Peace. Bye. All right. (laughs) 